<clears throat> Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Now, I'm sure a lot of you have uh, watched that Stephen Greer presentation this afternoon. Uh, it's still actually going on. He's been answering some questions to the press. Um, I had enough. I had time. It was time to uh, a lot of the stuff that he was talking about uh, is anecdotal. And uh, uh, and I he talked it before this thing happened. Remember, if you remember, I was I, I did a, a podcast a couple of weeks ago or so when he's I, I read a press release where it stated that there was going to be indisputable proof that was going to be presented. I did not see that indisputable proof. Uh, similarly, I mean, when you think about actually what happened yesterday with David Grush, I mean, he he talked a good talk. He, I mean, but there, we not, we have not received that indisputable proof from anyone at this point. Uh, and and Stephen Greer, a lot of the stuff he says, I I do agree with, but I think he mixes in a lot of wild wild conjecture and speculation on what the the, the what this is all about, what's going on here with this whole uh, phenomenon. I, I just I'm not sure if I could actually. Uh, I mean, some of the stuff is absolutely absurd, actually, I think. I mean, and 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 he actually, the, some of the people that he brought forward today, I mean, I could already see, I already know what the debunkers are going to say before it even, before they even say it. I mean, you had a guy who had a brain injury who had a lot of trouble trying to talk to people today up there on the stage talking about his experiences. And that's, that's going to be completely, that guy now, I mean, Stephen Greer has set that poor man up. He's going to be completely lambasted. On all over the internet now, and then there was a, a different guy that he brought on, an older gentleman, uh, his first uh, speaker that he brought on. That I, I I really couldn't understand what he was trying to get. He was an older gentleman, and that's an older gentleman, and that's what the issue was. He really had uh, he he had two UFO encounters while he was in the Air Force and flying, and 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 he was told not to talk about it. And then there was some other things he talked about, which but it was hard to really ascertain. Uh, what he was talking about he was the director of some black budget program but i i just i couldn't understand what he, where, what exactly what he was trying to say uh i mean a lot of the things as we know there has to be things going on behind the scenes in the reverse engineering departments right there's no question about it and see i think that what you saw just now with stephen greer of, of course he did not pre present any indisputable evidence that that ends the whole debate he he there's a lot of big talk going on there but and a lot of it was good. I'm not saying that, but a, a, a lot of it's just like, wow, wow. Anyway, I took a lot of notes. And uh, <clears throat> let's, uh, I'm going to go, we're going to, I'm just going to, actually, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go right to my notes. I'll actually put it on the screen here so you can see how, how my, what the, what terrible notes I take. At, le at least put it this way. Yesterday when I was taking notes, watching that uh, News Nation show, I was using a note notepad and it was hard to read my own writing when it was over with. But uh, today I did take some notes on the computer as that thing went on. And I'll so I'll go through all those notes and uh, we'll talk about that stuff. OK, let me pull it up on the screen here. <clears throat> there we go. All righty then. OK, he's talking about uh, he starts off saying that he has 752 whistleblowers. Some are dead. He was scrolling through a list of witnesses. He was also talking about on uh, uh, con when you think about what Grush was saying, that there were 12 recoveries that they are at least around 12 or not Grush, excuse me, but some of these other whistleblowers uh, that said during the week last week that there were uh, 12 or maybe 15, perhaps recovered craft. Uh, now he's talking like 119. So there, there, there are different, uh, different numbers getting tossed out there. <clears throat> and he said, uh, we, he also said he has a few whistleblowers coming forward every week or two. Uh, he showed a map that showed numerous locations across the world where there was reverse engineering 
uh, projects ongoing, 145 sites. It was like a, a map with a bunch of little dots on it saying that there were a, a bunch of uh, re, uh, places where they're storing stuff, storing ET craft, reverse engineering, all that kind of thing. Uh, he said there was, uh, let's see, he was talking about the Lockheed range. Uh, there's a large number of UAP deep black budget projects based on the study of ET vehicles that started in the 1940s. Uh, he's talked about some whistleblowers that have had their lives threatened. Uh, they talked about one who was a uh, was in an underground command center who saw recovered extraterrestrial craft. Uh, another witness was in a facility where ET vehicles were being studied. He, these are some of the people that he then, then brought forward, and we'll talk about that. Uh, and then he talked about this uh, Herrera, the former Marine Corps guy, who talked about seeing weapons getting loaded onto a flying saucer by human beings back in uh, 2009 in Indonesia. And I guess I, I, and that was probably, I thought that that guy pr provided the best, uh, uh, the best presentation. He provided the best speech uh, uh, because I, I, I mean, his story is really intriguing, but again, it's, it's, it, all of this is anecdotal. It proves nothing. He has nothing. He said he took cell phone pictures of it and, 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 uh, and his cell phone was later stolen. He was, you know, he was threatened with death by people. He said, and also there was comments that this was for a human trap trafficking operation that, I mean, where does this come from? Like, how how could you have the the, the data to uh, prove all this? Now he says he does have mountains of evidence that he's provided to the, to uh, Congress, and uh, I mean, it would take probably forever to go go through it. He provided to the Congress and, and to the to the Pentagon and uh, all this stuff that he's gathered, he's provided to them. But I mean, I didn't see any kind of absolute evidence presented here today. And again, there was some other assertions that he makes that I just don't know how he knows this. Anyway, let's go through some of this. Go through, continue with my messy notes here. Uh, <clears throat> he says another witness was on a retrieval team to pick up a man-made triangular vehicle. Where, yeah, that was something that was talked about during this. Uh, he said that the biggest secret is not that the ET, not the ET reality, but these objects. They're a bigger threat than the ET. That that you know that the fact that we're secretly, covertly creating these objects based on alien technology. That's the bigger threat. Uh, he says all ET civilizations are non-hostile. Wow, it's a pretty big universe out there, Stephen. I don't know how you know this, right? Again, I, I brought this up before. Are you sitting down? I mean, are you sitting down and having converse, uh, breakfast with these aliens and having tea and crumpets and sitting down and and, and, and and you're just picking their brains? I mean, how do you know this? I don't know how anybody could possibly know this. I mean, the one thing that I do know is that there are something here, right? I saw one of these beings, of course. Uh, and, and I saw one of these craft on a different uh, occasion. So I have my own personal evidence that I have. But there are millions of tens of millions of other people that have, have had their uh, personal evidence delivered to them, too, in one, some way or in one way or in another. Uh, he says one witness was uh, kicked what he kicked what he thought was an alien, but it revealed circuitry, meaning it was a robot. So he, at one point during this thing, he was talking about how one of the some witness that uh, that was part of his package that he's provided to congress said that he was in and what some place there was an extraterrestrial that he thought was an extraterrestrial and he kicked this thing and it showed that there was circuitry underneath it okay but again all of this is anecdotal i mean we need actual somebody to come up somewhere and say okay here's an extraterrestrial craft and look at this here's an alien look what i got i mean but we're not getting that we're just not getting that and there's so much, I mean, this, if you think about it, like this actually just muddies the water even more. There's just so much, how, how are you supposed to try to, how is one person supposed to try to comprehend all of this? I mean, what was he talking about? Eight terabytes of information or something, some crazy amount of 
data that he has that he has collected. How are you supposed to go through all that and, and figure out what's going on? But anyway, continuing here, uh, he was saying the Tic Tac and other objects, right? Uh, what hasn't been told is that these objects are man-made. So he's saying that the Tic Tac that David Fravor saw was actually man-made. And uh, uh, it's and, and also he said that some of these uh, that it was a result of a black budget project, okay? So some of these objects have uh, parts. You could tell that they're not extraterrestrial if they have different, if they're designed differently. Like, again, how do you know this? I don't know how he knows this, right? I mean, that that's that's again, that's just conjecture and speculation. But he, he presents it as pure, absolute fact. I don't see how anybody can know certain things about this phenomenon, no matter how many people you talk to until you actually have these things in hand. How could you make these assertions? OK, let's go keep going through it again. He says, uh, yes, E.T. craft do not have some of the features of man-made craft. He said uh, he said there are two types of, of UFOs. Basically, some are E.T., some are A.R.V., which are the. Uh, uh, I can't remember what it stands for. Uh, I, I, I think I have it written down here somewhere. Yeah, let me look it up. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, but basically ARV are, are objects that have been made by mankind based on recovered extraterrestrial technology. Uh, and he says, what else did he say? Uh, he was talking about uh, that we've developed these scalar systems that are dangerous to extraterrestrials that that, that have these longitudinal longitudinal uh, electronic electromagnetic ways that they could they could basically we have weapons now that could shoot uh, 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 electro uh, elect electromagnetic waves. I, I'm not sure. I mean, again, I mean, he's, these people are telling him this that he's talked to these whistleblowers that he has uh, compiled. There's a lot of people on his team, and he's put a lot of information together. But again, uh, is, is it all anecdotal? That's what it seems like to me. Uh, what else did he talk about? He says uh, the all these technology, all these technologies are unsanctioned, uh, and he's also going to be filing a massive RICO lawsuit, and we we did know about that. Uh, he said that these texts, if we had these tech, if we were using the text for this technology for good things, we would be able to have. Uh, we would be able to improve our living, our, our way of living. There would be no more poverty. Uh, uh, there would be no um, highways would become irrelevant. You wouldn't have to have uh, highways anymore because it would be fly all, all be flying around and craft. I, I'm, I'm assuming is what he means. Uh, and he said he's also said he, there's a clock on there's a clock that's on this that needs that that is uh, has been put on that uh, that this needs to get resolved now or else like if we don't get by the end of the if by the end of this year if this isn't resolved we're in big trouble somehow okay i don't know i don't know okay and then he was talking about isg projects where which are illegal secret government projects these projects are run by a secret clandestine group military and elected officials are actually victims basically a lot of us suspect this that there are a lot of people in the pentagon a lot of people of our, our elected officials have no idea what's going on and there's these clandestine programs uh, being run by certain factions within the government, along with some uh, the military industrial complex to develop these uh, kind of craft. And he's also said uh, there's blackmail, bribery. He actually said toward the end there that he was actually bribed with $2 billion by somebody. Uh, you know, there's been people that have been killed that he says that he knew being killed because of what they know. He said that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, okay. And then I did take some uh, a couple of screenshots of some of the things he was talking about. Uh, let me pull some of them up. Uh, okay. Yeah, he had he had some uh, different things that he presented, different... Uh, um, let's see here. I'll pull this one up. Okay, there we go. 
Okay, he was talking about okay, the White House executive branch recommendations. These are the recommendations he's giving to the the White House and and the executives uh, that run the country. Investigation of UAP UFO projects based on disclosure intelligence, UFO archive, and other actionable intelligence. So he had a big list of different things that they presented on what the what we need to do. Uh, uh, to end this UFO secrecy, an executive order, for instance, to require the State Department and Pentagon to coordinate a, coordinate a global diplomatic and peaceful response to extraterrestrial civilizations. Again, he was talking a lot about that, that they are not uh, that these oh, these aliens have they're, they're they're not here on on evil purposes whatsoever. They're completely good. And it's the people, human beings who are bad. Uh, so that's some of the things he was saying. There was a uh, also, an executive order to immediately require the United States Space Force and Pentagon to coordinate assets with the State Department, UN, and other foreign governments to initiate protocols for peaceful diplomatic contact with all ET civilizations. Uh, and also, an executive order to immediately disclose advanced energy generating technologies, uh, electrogravitic uh, propulsion to remain classified pending review of military applications and national security concerns. Well, again, I don't know. I mean, there's just so much information that he's thrown at us here that it's hard to drink it all in right now at this point. I'm going to go back to my notes. So, um, yeah, I, I just don't know. I just don't know. So let me let me get to my notes here. Okay, he was talking about uh, he he's yeah he's de he's dealt with many people who are threatened with flat out execution and he also later on said that some people have been executed and then he presented Lieutenant Colonel Ronald Heckard, United States Air Force retired, uh, who hasn't really been involved in anything in, since since 1967. That was actually before I was born, uh, but he had UFO encounters. He was director of some classified programs. Uh, there was some events he was talking about at Area 51, but I couldn't really I I, I couldn't really get what he was saying i was i mean again he actually admitted that he's getting older uh during his presentation and then he brought up the former marine corps uh person uh, herrera who saw the rotating disc in the jungle we talked about that before i'm not going to really get into that we already went over that uh it was basically the story from uh, the podcast that i talked about a, a couple of days ago where uh herrera and uh, five other people in the marine corps came upon this disc in the middle of the jungle in indonesia and they saw these guys loading weapons on there and they were threatened with death and then their cell phones were, were taken from them and uh they were told he was he actually talked about how he was he met some guy in the in the air force who told him never ever to talk about this and then that was it uh and then he talked he started talking about it when that new whistleblower language went into uh, effect now again what what's going on with that we don't know that guy seems like he's believable i mean to me there could be something to that i don't understand what's going on it are, are, were they actually humans what's going on here i've all i brought some there's some crazy theories that i've talked about on on, on the show before um i mean is it possible that there are some elements i mean i know that stephen greer thinks these aliens are here to sing kumbaya with us and 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 all you know dance around in circles and and hand each other flowers and things like that. I know that's what he thinks, but I'm not so sure about that. I don't know how he knows that. But you know, if you read the other researchers like David Jacobs, he talks about how there's these things living among us now. Is it perhaps that they have infiltrated some sections of our government of, of the of the military? I mean, and that's that's who these are. They're not really humans who are threatening them. They're actually hubrids. 
Is that possible? There's all kinds of, you could go down a rabbit hole wondering about all these things. And that's why, I'm going to point this out before I go any further. That's why it's because of things like this, because of stories like this, because of the things that we heard yesterday with David Grush in that interview with Ross Coltart, right? It's because of all this stuff that we need to get disclosure so we have an idea what's going on because this is getting out of hand when you have all these different competing viewpoints and competing speculative arguments. And then some people actually make uh, make uh, these assertions like, like Stephen Greer. And he has a gigantic following, this guy. And a lot of people actually believe that. There are many people, a lot of people I know in the UFO community believe that these aliens are here on a peaceful mission. And and, they're, and that we're and, and that could be the case. That I'm not saying it's not, but it could be the case. But there are other people who are saying other otherwise. I, that's why we need disclosure, because look, this is getting out of hand. Okay, uh, and then he brought in, this is the guy, Stephen Digna Jr., a United States Army sergeant uh, who who actually witnessed some sort of a man-made craft and, uh, and when he was, uh, he I guess he was uh, some sort of a, an official with the, with the Army, but he was at this Raytheon base in the Mojave Desert where this object, this triangular object showed up. He was talking about that. He was on a, he was there to observe some live fire on the, on a range. And then this object showed up that he wasn't expecting. He said he saw this craft 172 feet across, saw seven lights in a V shape, saw a second craft. And he was saying that uh, he suspected at the time that one of the craft that he was seeing was a holographic image being projected by the other craft. Uh, that was his feeling. And he said this, and then he, he was having trouble talking. And again, this is going to be something I already know. And I haven't looked at Twitter yet. I guarantee you, right, that the bunkers are going to be saying, look at this guy. He has brain injuries. How, how, and this is who Stephen Greer is bringing up to talk. That's what they're going to say. I already know that. You know that. I know that. I knew, I knew it the second I heard brain injury. I, heard, I knew it. But anyway, he was having trouble talking when he was doing his presentation. He said, this affected my life, my wife, and my relationship with my child. He had to stop at one moment because he was, moment because he was having trouble speaking. And then he talked about an incident that happened later, right, where him and his wife are, went to the movies, and they, I guess to a drive-in, and they didn't stay for the second feature, and they were leaving. And uh, near Barstow, California, near, and uh, next, they're driving next to this dry lake bed, which was near the area where he was working, where he saw the other craft. And he, and all of a sudden, his whole car was filled with light. He got out of out of his car. His wife was put in the, was frozen in place in some sort of stasis. There was some craft on the on, on in front of him. He went up and he put his hand on it, and and it was real smooth when he rubbed his hand on this giant craft that was uh, hovering above the road, which was. It wasn't like moving like he, he he described it as like when you see things in Star Wars, like the Millennium Falcon, right? Like when somebody jumps on it, the craft might move a little bit. This thing he said wasn't moving at all. It was completely solid, just floating there, right? But then another bigger craft showed up and, and, a, and a hangar door opened up on it. And then next thing you know, he got somehow found himself inside this craft with, and his wife was, was laying on a table and there was some female some female that was there talking to him uh, into his through via telepathy, right? And that's that was the end of the story. He really didn't get too far into it. But then after he got done talking, right? This is the best part, right? Uh, Stephen Greer says uh, the that craft that 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 whole incident was was a staged alien abduction. That's what it was. That's according to Greer. Like, okay, that's a simulated abduction that we're having. It's a crime and must and it must be investigated. Okay, okay, Stephen. Okay, okay. What you said. Come on. I mean, how do you, again, how does he, he, so he's basically, he's brought this up before that there are staged alien abductions. Come on, come on, man. Come on. 
see again how could anybody when you like some of the information he puts up forward i believe is is relevant and 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 most certainly true some of the things but it's mixed in with these other uh, assertions that are not are not come on now come on uh, and then he brought in uh, D.C. Long, from a, a former U.S. Army from Fort, Fort Bragg. And this guy ta- had another big story to talk about, which was another, again, it, it's anecdotal, a lot of these things. I mean, the, where's the absolute evidence like he was talking about? I mean, we 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 read we all read that press release. I know I read it on here. It talked about indisputable evidence that's, you know, I didn't see it. But he brought this guy on, and this guy tell this horrible story. Uh, he was in the... Uh, uh, in the army from 1997 to 2013, uh, he, his father was a contractor who had a lot of uh, uh, contacts within the government. He did government projects, apparently. And uh, at some point, uh, I, I was unclear what year it happened, but uh, he, he said uh, some of these military contacts brought them to some sort of underground bunker at Fort Bragg. And when he went down there, there was this giant 400, or at least a hundred ton object that was just floating there silently with no, you know, no sound whatsoever. It was just this monolith, you know, like something out of 2001, a space odyssey, I guess, except it was more of a block. Uh, and it was just floating there and there was no sound. And that, I, they were brought there to, uh, to, cause he was gonna, they, they wanted his father who was a, a military contractor to do, uh, to, to design a, a, a live wire, a, a live uh, firing range underground. And, and then uh, apparently that deal, the, the, the deal fell through. They were asked to sign non-disclosure agreements. They didn't sign them. And then the very next day, his father, everything that his father owned was gone, even the pencils. Right. And then his father, and then his father, uh, it, it ruined his father. His father eventually ended up dying. It ruined. And then somebody tried to kill this guy, tried to break his neck and then his army career was over. I mean, I, we don't have all the details yet. I'm sure that uh, that's something that needs to be researched a little bit more. But the guy told an incredible story. Is it true or not? Was there any absolute proof that he presented for this? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Oh, uh, I don't know. And then there was a Raytheon contractor. This was another interesting story. Eric Hecker, who came up to the podium and uh, uh, he provide. He said he provided all the things that he knows to Arrow, and he said in, uh, he went to Antarctica in 2010, and uh, he learned that there's tech there. There's this ice cube neutrino observatory uh, that uh, they have these digital optical modules that are loaded into ice shaft, and ha- which have the ability to send infra- uh, communications at speed quicker than the speed of light. Uh, and and this technology, he's saying, in the 2010 2011, actually caused earthquakes in New Zealand. Uh, these are the weapons of war we have to deal with now, he said. He saw, and he also said he saw a green laser shooting out of this out of this facility into the cosmos. Uh, he said he also made the comment that the military is happy to invest all of your money to alleviate their oh, I wrote, miswrote that to alleviate their fears. Uh, and then then Greer was showing some slides comparing ET craft to man, like showing the difference between ET craft and man-made craft. Again, I don't know how he knows this. Uh, and then they brought in uh, an attorney, Derek Garcia, who's re- representing them in this, uh, among other legal minds and legal professionals who are representing uh, this cl- disclosure project in this RICO case against the government and these uh, military industrial complex, uh, complex. They have over 90 legal professionals from over 23 states to file suits for crimes committed for illegal covert UFO related programs. Uh, and then Greer made a statement after that was over. He said, there are civilizations concerned with what we're doing. These civilizations, given advanced uh, 
Uh, the, the, I mean, these civil he pointed out that uh, these civilizations are obviously much more advanced than we are, and they could have punched back if they wanted to, uh, but they haven't. Uh, so, uh, so, and he said he said his understanding is that. Technology and the covert programs could become a uh, so and he, and he urged everyone to start contacting their uh, elected officials and demanding that uh, they do what they need to do to end this UFO secrecy. So that's basically I just tried to sum it all up in a nutshell what I just saw. Uh, and I don't know what to say about all of this, except that some of it is. Yeah, I think some of us could agree on some of these things. I think this has always this has been the case for a while now with Stephen Greer. A lot of us could agree with some of the things he's saying. There's most certainly covert black budgets going on behind the scenes, but are they to the extent of that he's stating on, uh, in his presentations? Is it to that, is it to that level? I mean, are all the aliens really all good? Uh, I mean, there is an argument that you could say that favors that, right? I mean, you could say that, well, they've been showing up over our nuclear missile facilities and shutting them down or turning them on. I mean, you could say that. I mean, maybe that's a warning. When you look at the aerial school incident of 1994, wasn't that the uh, the message? They, they showed kids messages of, uh, messages of destruction in their brains telepathically, right? A handful of those 60-plus kids that saw these alien beings. There were messages put into their heads. Uh, of destruction and then the kids actually walked away thinking that it had something to do with uh our technology i i mean is that is that part of it maybe some of them are like this some of the aliens are like this maybe all of them are like that but again we just don't know that for sure i don't know how anybody could okay i'm gonna stop that screen i'm gonna go right to the comments here and see what people are saying about all this stuff um okay uh let's see uh cultus Magus says, what's next? Okay. Oh, that was before the show. That's before, okay, I started the show. Cocho Fierro says, I've always wondered why aliens have bigger eyes. Maybe they can see in the dark and have thermal vision. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe they're, may, maybe some of these aliens are uh, uh, are actually advanced insects, and that's why they have big eyes. That's that's a theory. Uh, Nini V says, hello, everyone. Uh, can't wait to hear what Jim has to say of Dr. Greer's repeated statement that they are friendly. Uh yeah, I mean, it's a repeated statement that he's been making, and he made it here. We did not see any definitive proof. There was nothing that likes, nothing of the kind presented. We had a lot of testimony from different people. People, by the way, some of which are going to be lambasted by the debunker crowd and, and people in the UFO community, too. There's going to be people out there. I already, you already saw it, right? When you, know, right when you saw, heard these guys, some of these guys talking, you're going to see they're going to be criticized for that, and people are going to say, well, you can't believe them then. That's what's going to happen. And so it really, again, we're just in this vicious circle. We're getting nowhere, spinning our wheels. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, there's military witnesses to UAP. What a crazy 24 hours. That's Shannon Scott from military witnesses to UAP. Yes, it has been a crazy 24 hours. A lot to talk about. Uh, Lord Humongous says, agrees. It says, no, no kidding, right? Uh, uh, you're awesome. Considers that there, we have had two disappointments in one week. Way to go. Well, I guess you, some people actually there are two different points of view. Like I, I, I think today was somewhat of a disappointment. I don't think yesterday was a disappointment. My, that's my opinion right now. I think there needs to be a lot more. We need to talk a lot more about that. And believe me, I, I've been preparing to do that about what David Grush said yesterday. Right? I am preparing to talk a lot more about that. I have a lot more to say about that. I'm, I've been thinking about all of this. I've been hearing from other people. There are some some people in the UFO community believe that all he really did was come out and say. Uh, what, what Grush did was basically said everything that we already thought, like things that you could, he 
that, that's what a lot of people believe that that didn't get us anywhere there anywhere there was no proof of anything uh and actually when you look at my podcast last night what did i say when i first came out i said basically he just confirmed everything i've been talking about for two years that was my first impression uh and yeah i i i think that but i still i don't agree with the people saying that there's nothing to this to him yet i i there's i that's why there's a lot more to talk about with this i have some ideas and i will be going through some of those ideas as as this as we move forward but i'm not going to get into it right now uh anyway vapid engagements vapid engage says some might be friendly but i highly doubt it yeah some might be friendly uh, that's very possible i i guess my whole thing is is i just don't know how anybody could know this right unless you're sitting down with them and, and having breakfast with them or something i just don't know how anybody knows this um uh, we are friendly when we tag animals too lots of laughs says lord humongous yeah <laughs> True. How true is that? That is very true. But, but the Lord Humongous also says, bottom line is someone has to show something that cannot be refuted. Talk uh, re cannot be refuted. Talk is cheap at this point. Yes, exactly. We need to get we need to have this all come to an end. I mean, this is absolutely absurd. You know, I remember, you know, back in the early 90s, I remember the, the movie JFK came out, came out. I think it was 1991. It was a big, big movie. And when I, I couldn't wait, I didn't I missed it in the theater. But I, I remember right when it came out on VHS tape, I remember. I ran out to the store to get it and I sat down and me and my brother watched it and we were like, wow, man, this is something else, right? But that caused me to start going down the JFK assassination rabbit hole. And there was all these shows on television. I remember one in particular called The Men Who Killed Kennedy. And it was a six-part series, but then they kept on adding parts to it. I think it got up to like part 13 and it really got crazy toward the end. Uh, my feeling now is I don't even think about the JFK stuff anymore. Sometimes you can get, you can go down a rabbit hole, and 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 that's what this is doing. This is going to cause a lot of people all the stuff that that's come out, particularly to the Stephen Greer stuff. It's going to cause some people to go down a rabbit hole, which really they shouldn't be going down. Uh, let's see here. Johnny Topside says, "Howdy, howdy, howdy, how are you doing, Johnny?" Uh, let's see. Yes, time to put up or shut up, says you're awesome. Marketplace Classify says you cannot believe or discount something based on someone's ability to present properly. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying I, I'm not discounting anything or I'm, I'm just saying it's just anecdotal. There wasn't the absolute evidence that was presented that we need. Even with the grush stuff on Sunday night, there wasn't he didn't like he said he saw classified photos. He talked about video that he saw and documents, right? He said he saw them and he's presented all that stuff to the IG, which to me, that's the most compelling story of, out of these two days here is the grush stuff, because there's still a possibility that some of these classified documents might be some someday released to the public if if the Congress will do something about it. Right. So th that that's you know, so it is exciting. That's why the grush stuff to me is very exciting. This stuff here, this is complicated. I mean, this is I mean, you got so many different things going on with this these uh, the greer story so many different people involved i mean are all of these people that he's dealing with telling him the truth or i mean i just don't know i don't know how anybody could know uh let's see who else here uh futuristically minded says the universe is a duality in my opinion see i wish we I wish he wouldn't have done this because now it might confuse confuse Congress on Dave. Yeah, I mean this confuses the issue. I mean this is there's like different factions that, over that, that you're seeing here. There's there's different factions. I, I would say that Grush is actually coming out of the Lou Elizondo uh, 
faction. Then you have Stephen Greer, who's in his own little orbit. I mean, he's holding these shows out in the desert, charging people 700 bucks. Hey, come out, we'll show you UFOs, and then, then you'll know for sure. Uh, you know, it's only 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 700 bucks, food and, and lodging not included. Uh, and, and if you want to come to the next event, you got to come to one of these events first. See, that, that's the kind of issues I have with Stephen Greer. That's why I have problems. That's 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 the beginning, the right off the right out of the gate. That's the problem I have. Uh, and also says, uh, yeah, you won't get evidence because it's being covered up. That's what marketplace classifies says. Lord Humongous says, I am sure they think the human species is perplexing to say the very least. Yes. Uh, lots of laughs at Greer says you're awesome. Tic Tac is man-made. Grush Tic Tac is no way man-made. Face, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Again, I, I, how does he know these things? There's just no way. It's just like making things up. I mean, at least, you know, when you when I talk about stuff, I if I don't know something, I'm telling you I don't know something. The only thing I could tell you for sure is that you do enough research, you know that there's something going on. There's just too many people out there that have seen these things, right? Not all of them are lying. And then you, you then the ace up my sleeve is my own experiences. So I know something's going on. I don't know what the answers are. And I don't see how any of these people could. They might know a little bit more than I know, right? But they can't know all of these things. I just don't see how they could. Uh, I mean... Could are the yeah, thank you. Alien reproduction vehicle. I couldn't remember what that stood for before. So thank you, Vapid Engage, for reminding me. Yeah. So they're saying that the Tic Tac was an alien reproduction vehicle or ARV. Uh I don't know how he knows that. Just don't see it. Don't know. Uh, and then Marketplace says there are probably millions of years more advanced than as than us. So anything is possible. Anything is possible. Yes, it is. I it is. Futuristically minus is funny, funny. Enough Charles Hall has who has dealt with tall whites said the tic tac David Fravor came came upon was tall whites. Yeah, you so say you have one guy saying it's tall whites, you have you have Stephen Greer telling you it's man-made. Uh I don't know how anybody it's I, to me, right? I don't think it's any of those things. I think that the tic tac most most certainly uh, uh, operated by intelligences that aren't human. That's my opinion. Doesn't make me right though. Doesn't make me right. Uh let's see here. There was a uh, Mark says there was a real version and a man-made version. How hard is it to comprehend? Yeah, no, it's not. It's not hard to comprehend that there's real versions and man-made versions. But how do we? Where's the where's the absolute evidence to show that shows this? I don't see it. I thought we were going to be presented today during this during this event with indisputable evidence. That's what the press release said. I didn't get it. I heard anecdotal uh, discussions and talking. I didn't really see anything. I, I know that they're planning to move forward with lawsuits and everything, and I think that's good. Yeah, let's keep. Let's keep uh, pushing the buttons. That's great. There's some things that Greer does that is great. But when you're making statements like this, I just don't get it. I don't see how you can make these statements uh, uh, and, and and say it like like it meet like it's like it's absolutely 100 true. I just don't know. Uh, let's see. Either way, the tech that uh, either way the tech comes from ET. Mark says, "Well, yeah. Oh no. Either way, you're right about that. No question." Ivana Raya says, "33 thousand people were watching the event. Wow. Yep." Actually, yeah, thirty-three thousand people were watching that. It was it was in the thousands. I noticed that too, um, and there'll be a lot more people who are watching it later on. I mean, a lot of people were at work at that time of day when it came out at two o'clock in the afternoon. So there'll be, more, I mean, he'll he'll get hundreds, he'll get millions, he'll get a million views on there. It needs to be more than that though. It needs to be a hundred million views on these. No, I'm not sure about his event, but on on, on the Stephen uh, or on the David Grush stuff. That that should that should be getting hundred million views. You would you would hope you would hope, and maybe it gets at least if it does if it does nothing else, at least get people thinking. 
Uh, Marketplace Classified says a lot of this has been covered up by secret societies. JFK called secret societies repugnant and met his demise soon after. Yeah, who knows? Could be. Uh, and Nini V says, nope, they're, 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 they are not all good. Yeah, I, I don't see. I, from some of the stories you've heard, right, it doesn't seem like that's you're getting treated like, like uh, uh, you know, basically like the way, I guess, we're, the way they treat us, but it seems like the way we would treat a, a, an animal in the woods, like when we tag them, or, or worse. Uh, and then Vapid Engage says, wait, excuse me, Futuristically Minus says, I'm worried Stephen Greer doing this at the same time of Dave might confuse Congress or, yeah. Yes, definitely. Uh, Vapid Engage says, I don't believe it's millions of years more advanced marketplace. He's talking to marketplace classifieds. Uh, it's more like forgotten knowledge. I suggest doing some research on Malcolm Bendall and his work. Uh, there's a lot of comments here, uh, and it's hard to really check check all this stuff at this, at this moment in time for me to... Uh, uh, you're awesome says Greer equals bogus. Uh, Dr. M says, Hey Jim, looking forward to this. The old Lord Umunga says, says it may not be millions of years, but it could be an entirely different, different type of technology from a different dimension that we cannot comprehend. Just a thought. Well, you know, I did talk about that yesterday. See, one of the things that, one of the issues when you think about yesterday's uh, event with, with the interview with uh, David Grush, a lot of people out there on the internet, have you know went crazy in fact i was talking to somebody yesterday because he talked about other dimensions right that these things might have come from other dimensions and i i have a thought on that um now you know of course so a lot of people look at that and they think things living and coming out of another dimension they're not extraterrestrial right okay it sounds crazy to me i've always i don't believe that myself actually i don't agree with that i i, I think my personal feeling is i think they're extraterrestrial right that's my view I don't think that they're coming from another dimension. Although we have many noted physicists telling us there might be as many as 11 dimensions or whatever. I, I, I just, I can't wrap my head around it. I have trouble with that one, right? But a lot of people, including a lot of people in the UFO community are walking or stating online now that they're walking away from all of this stuff. They're sick of it because now this guy's talking like a nut. They think that, that Grush sounds like a crackpot now because he's talking about uh, the possibility that they, these things could be from another dimension. Well, I thought about that, and let's 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 just think about this. If you're on the inside and you are you are aware that we have recovered craft, right, technology from non-human intelligences, and you're aware of this, you really how do you really know where they came from, right? And now Grush claims that he was talking with a lot of people on the inside about all of this stuff, right? Uh, he 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 was they actually presented him documents that that basically uh, showed basically corroborated what they were telling him. They showed him pictures, right? But if say you're those people, he's obviously gotten this idea that they might be uh, from another dimension from these people. So if you're one of these people working on these projects in the in the, on the inside, you're gonna you're not sure. How could you be a hundred percent sure where these things are coming from? You might entertain crazy notions like they might be coming from another dimension because you hear people. Uh, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, Mich Michio Kaku talking about other dimensions that we can't see. So they might entertain all these kinds of crazy thoughts just because they know it's true, but it's driving them crazy. And then, and then this stuff gets pushed on, and then Grush absorbs this from these people. And then he brings it into the interview with Ross Coltart. And then you have some people in the UFO community that think this sounds like, like it's absolutely insane. So that's my, uh, uh, theory uh, speculation on how this why he said that well and i don't understand again i mean we're talking about 
some people, the same, some of the same people in the UFO community are ready to accept the idea that we're, uh, that, that these, there are aliens here and that they're, uh, they're responsible for cattle mutilations and, and that, that, and, and that, uh, uh, they might be insects from another world. They're ready to accept that. But when you throw the, another dimension in their face, it's like, Whoa, now he's a crackpot. Like that's, that's my, my feeling on that. Possibly again, that doesn't make me, none of this makes me right. None of it does. I just know that there's something here. I just don't know what it is. All right, continuing with the comments here. Uh, oh, I'm going to scroll down a little little, little bit. T-Bone, hello, T-Bone. Uh, Mark Vapid Engage says, uh, talking about Greer, says, uh, talking to Mark about Greer, says, some of Greer's info is legitimate, but he combines it with his own narrative as a money-making scheme, taking people out into the desert for thousands of dollars to see fake lights in the sky. Uh, Jesse Vivera says, staged alien abduction. Ha, 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 yes. Yeah, I have trouble with the stage daily abduction. I mean, you really he really loses me when he starts going about that. I mean, and you have to ask yourself, why? Why? Why would there be stage daily abductions? Why? Uh, Nini V says, I kind of think, yes, there are, they are, there are stage to keep everything mixed up and confused. <laughs> so some people out there are thinking that they could be staged. See, the whole UFO community right now is totally confused because of everything that's been going on since the past, since last week. Now some people are, some people think they're staged. It's not the aliens. They're all good. Other people are saying, no, no, it's aliens. I know because I was abducted. I'm telling you right now, these things weren't human. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think we need to all take a deep breath and calm down. Just, uh, I don't think they were staged. No, no, I'm not. I don't. I do not accept that. Okay, uh, Mark says the craft was based in a mountain by the army base with a redheaded woman. So it sounds like black budget to me. Okay, yeah. Okay, now there have been other, I mean, I understand what you're saying here, but that doesn't mean anything. I mean, again, we just don't know. I mean, to say it with authority, like authoritatively, this, these were staged. You can't say that. You just can't because how do you know that? You just don't know. Yeah, because it was near a place like that? I don't know. Uh, I don't know how you know that stage, though. Uh, I mean, it's just a feeling that some people might get. I think it was staged. Uh, no, I just don't see it. Uh, and actually, sometimes some of these beings do look human. I mean, if you look at, uh, for instance, the 1973 Pascagoula incident where uh, Calvin Parker and Charles Hickson were you know, fishing off the dock uh, on the Pascagoula River after working at the shipyard all day long. Uh, they're they're having, trying to relax, having a good time. Next thing you know, this giant, uh, this flying saucer shows up, you know, hovers, almost lands behind him, is hovering off the ground. A ramp opens up and three uh, robots come floating out, grab them, drag them onto the uh, onto the craft. Next thing you know, they're getting examined by uh, human-like looking beings and then let go again. There was a human-like looking uh, woman, according to uh, Calvin Parker. Uh, I, you know, some people say that. Some people say they've been, they, they actually see these Nordics. I've heard of abduction stories, people who have been, uh, been abducted by aliens that, but when you look at them from a side view, it looks like it's a holographic mask on them. And you can see that they're not what? This guy's not a human. This guy's a freaking reptilian. So I, I just don't know about that. I mean, again, too, I mean, he was at, this was near a base. Okay. We're talking about this guy who, him and his wife, that we're just talking in this, uh, presentation they were near the base these aliens are interested in these bases apparently right they have always been since the 40s they've been hovering around uh the roswell all and and, and all these other uh 
military bases. They're, they're interested in that stuff. They're hovering over uh, nuclear weapons uh, locations and shutting down missiles. So I, I just don't know how anybody could just jump to the conclusion and say, oh, it had to be, oh, yeah, it had to be a fake abduction. It's a simulation. Yeah. Where's your proof? Uh, to me, there's more evidence that these things are extraterrestrial, right? And it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. I'd like somebody to explain to me, please, please, somebody out there, explain to me, why would the government do this? Why a government that's been trying to cover this up for decades, right? For what, 75 plus years now, right? Why would a government want to have simulated alien abductions? Why would they want to do that when they don't want people to know about it? Okay, let's continue here. Lord Humongous says, Travis Walton said he saw human-looking Nordic people in his abduction story. Yes, he did. But again, were they human-looking? Were they really humans? Or were they hubris like David Jacobs talked about? Or were they reptilians wearing holographic masks? We just don't know. He also saw, like, gray beings. We, uh, uh, that scared the hell out of him before those, uh, uh, the Nordic-looking be beings. Okay, let's uh, go forward here. Uh, T-Bone says... Uh, <laughs> uh let's see cosmic wonder says what's your take take on him completely negating the abduction phenomenon and bad aliens uh i guess talking about preston dennett yeah preston has his views i think preston has i, I love preston dennett's channel he presents a lot of different cases in a, in a machine gun fashion i love sitting there you can just binge binge watch the stuff and just listen to all the stuff stories he has to tell all the different encounters that people have had. The humanoid stories are always the best, and you could tell that he loves those stories most. But he thinks that their aliens are friendly. I don't know how he could know this for sure. I don't know how anybody could. Uh, Mark says, I mean, just as you saying their stories hard to believe, people can say you seeing three fingers as a child unbelievable. These guys are grown men, vets, and more credibility than you, but you can't understand so now i know I, that's fine i don't care i mean people could you don't have to believe my story or not i have my own personal evidence just like those people have their own personal evidence i know it's it's not enough right that's why i'm actually here on uh, doing this channel because i want to have disclosure because this ain't what's going on here is not bringing not bringing that it's not i mean I, I unfortunately i don't have that alien with three fingers on his hand to show everybody just like these people don't have anything that they're talking about to show everybody that's why i'm doing this yeah i know i i, I hear i get you uh, okay, Peter Hale says, Greer is dangerously delusional, so the fact that the aliens have not killed us all, uh, kill us all off, for Greer to prove that aliens are not hostile towards us. Uh, I beg to differ. These aliens are as hostile towards us as a farmer is hostile towards his pigs and cattle, as a scientist is hostile towards his lab rats. Uh, futuristically minus, I don't think it was the actual Nordics or what we call them because the Plagiarians have problems with the grays, according to Billy Meyer. Again, Billy Meyer, I mean, he has some, it's, I don't know. I don't know. None of the stuff we have is enough. And we just, the, the Billy Meyer pictures are, some people think they're hoax. Some people think they're real. His Billy Meyer story, is it real? Is it false? We just don't know. Hey, people out there, like just Mark wondering, is my, I don't have any proof for that three fingered hand. The only thing, the best proof I have was the 1994 incident when I saw the uh, UFO because there was somebody else there. But just because there's another witness there, that, that doesn't mean anything either, right? Until you have the absolute proof, right? None of this stuff matters. None of it. We, we could to keep, we're, we're, that's what we're trying to get to. We know it's happening, right? But until somebody actually presents an actual extraterrestrial being that scientists could come in and look at in public, right? And, and an extraterrestrial craft, then that's when we're going to finally be able to move forward. 
Okay. Uh, I'm going to skip forward here. Mark is, uh, Mark has been taking me to task today, but I like that. I like being, I like that. I like these debates. It's great. I love it. Thank you. I'm going to say, Hey, I want to thank everybody for joining me here today on this. This is fantastic. I, I, I really love, I really, really happy about this. I, I'm, I'm so glad that people are participating and, and find the stuff that I'm talking about the, the way I'm talking about it. Somewhat interesting anyway. Uh, uh, Mark says they're trying to come forward, but you people still essing on them, uh, essing on their truth. So, so why even have the topic or conversation? No, I'm just uh, again. He said he was going to come up with irrefut irrefutable proof. Was there irrefutable proof today? I did not see it. Uh, Lord Humongous, uh, I agree, but the aliens Travis described were not grays. They looked more human and big pupils and more flesh-colored skin, according to him. The first aliens, the images that I, the I, description that I saw, when he saw these things, he said they were not human, whatever these things were, the initial beings he saw. Then he saw something that looked like humans. They they looked just like somebody on the street. Uh, yep, I'm so, Mar, Marcus Zek guess says, I'm so fed up with this. They are here. Get used to it. Yeah, that's another thing. Maybe we just, you know, bypass all, all, all of it and just, uh, just accept the reality that they're here. I just like to know more about what's going on and why they're here, what they're up to. I guess we just don't have those full answers. What they're capable of doing? Where do they come from exactly? Uh, how many are there? How many different kinds of species are here? Uh, that's the kind of questions I have that uh, I, I think all of us really have. Alien Aliendo says Grush needs some people to support him from the military. Maybe some could have some solid evidence. Uh, tons of bricks says apparently. We're on some sort of timeline because full disclosure and release the technology to the public or the aliens will intervene because of the condition of our planet. Stephen Greer. Uh, yeah, where is Elizondo? Asked your awesome. I don't know. He hasn't been talking lately. Uh, but apparently Grush has been associated with, with uh, Elizondo. That's all I could really, all we really know. Uh, I'm going to fast forward here. Yeah, okay, David... Lococo says he has six terabytes of government documents. You doubting are you doubting are making it up? No, I I I think, but we need some sort. That's that's hard to go through six terabytes of information. I mean, I think we needed something like today. It would have been nice to see the absolute proof. I mean, you just can't six terabytes of information. I mean, that means everyone's gonna have to sit down and go through all of that. No, we need something that the an outline of that, not just here. Uh, Go away now. I mean, that's that's my issue with it. Okay, from Doctor Greer. Okay, this is Eliano uh, from Doctor Greer. Advertised. I thought he was having an ET materialize on stage. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't think that. <laughs> I didn't think he was going to do that. I thought I thought there was a possibility that he was going to present some actual absolute solid evidence that ends that ends the debate. I was hoping for that. I I, I wasn't too optimistic about it, but I was hoping for it. I mean, he said that. Uh, the aggression interview was set to private after a while. Uh, yeah, I heard that. I, I haven't rechecked it today. That's from your awesome. I heard at the Grush interview that News Nation did. You can't check it out on, right now on News on News Nation for some uh, reason. Clayton Crawford says, uh, "Hello, Jim Cork. Why doesn't the government admit that at the Antarctica, accor according to Tim Schwartz, writes there is a top secret base in association with aliens, according to Admiral Byrd? I don't know. I don't have the answers for that." I don't know why the government continues to hide all these things from us. If that guy from Raytheon, uh, I mean, if he's, we're talking about 
technology that can cause earthquakes that that's that's scary i mean more this the, a lot of the things that were presented today we need to look into these we need more information about that that's really scary what the hell's going on with that that caused the earthquake in new zealand now he didn't really talk long because they were running out of time i like to hear more about that there's a lot of stuff that we need to dig into deeper and uh, get more information about but there are things going on here obviously that the government's doing behind the scenes that are seen dangerous uh let's see here uh magnus zetker says uh zetter guest says mick west is going to debunk the easter bunny santa claus nessie and right side steering wheels now yeah uh yeah unfortunately that's the one of the issues that i saw coming out today they're gonna you see you already know how they're going to attack this uh, you already see it you see it coming uh yeah you're awesome says west is just coming with alternate alternative explanations no proof either yeah yeah a lot of people don't believe this i mean again some of us know for a fact because we've had these personal experiences so we know for a fact and then there's some some of us out there that have studied this enough that okay yeah there's something going on here just there's too much evidence too much documentation right uh so when you put it all together, it means something. And then, but again, and even a lot of the stuff that Greer talks about, I think, well, I think most of the people in the UFO community agree with a lot, a lot of this, but some of these other things, these assertions, uh, no, I can't, I can't believe the assertion that they're all friendly. I don't know how, how we know that for sure. Uh, okay. Okay. Let's see. We're going to keep going on here. I'm going to fast forward. There's so many comments coming through here. Um, uh, I miss. I missed a lot. I'm not going to be able to go through them. There's so many comments today. Um, yeah, I do appreciate everyone coming on here and talking about this. Um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, people are talking about different uh, about the News Nation David Grush interview from YouTube. Uh, yeah, I guess it was removed from YouTube for some reason. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. Some people are concerned about that. Uh, I actually watched the live broadcast of it last night and stood there stood and sat there taking some notes, trying to uh, absorb as much as I could from it. And then I did the podcast where we talked about it. I thought it was very interesting and it was exciting. Uh, today's stuff was very, it was interesting. I thought that some of the uh, people that were talking uh, were very interesting. Uh, uh, however, I do think, unfortunately, uh, there, I saw avenues for the, for the debunkers like, where they're going to attack everything and i also i think some of the assertions that greer makes are i just i i think they're beyond uh i i think they're beyond his knowledge i think he's just making these and making his he's say he's stating them with authority that's the thing he's stating some of these things with authority which i don't i think is a mistake but that's just my opinion it doesn't make me right uh okay natalie clausen says you okay uh you do not know what you you do not know what you do not know just because it it makes you uncomfortable doesn't mean it's false yes okay uh true um yeah again the ufo community now is going to be all confused because of a lot of the stuff here from today uh yeah again this again what it does show though is that we need to have the truth come out i mean i guess the bottom line is this we need the truth to come out we can't play this game anymore this is getting absurd we need to have people stepping up to the plate and telling us what's been going on 
we we can't be playing this game anymore. There's there's too much speculation. So a lot of a lot of the, it would put to rest a lot of the wild speculation that people throw out there, including myself. Right? I have a lot of wild speculation that I that I talk about on here. I always point it out that it's only speculation. But if, all, if you came out with disclosure, full disclosure, and end this whole nonsense, this whole cover up, the, all the secrecy, right? And tell us what's been going on. Somebody within the government has the power to do this. The government. The elected officials, the president of the United States, any president coming, whether it's in the future or, or right now, has, has, must have some ability to try to bring this to a close. Uh, we, we need to get this over with. It, it, you know, I, Stephen Greer did say that we, something needs to happen by the end of this year or there could be problems. I think he's talking about problems from the extraterrestrials. I think that's what he means. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's, that, that was the, uh, the, that's how he made it feel. I don't know about that. But I do think it needs to come out uh, be just because of people want to know what's going on already. It's getting crazy out there. Debunkers are losing their minds. Uh, the UFO community is fighting amongst each other. Uh, we need to have disclosure. We need the truth to come out. What's going on here? What, do, what does the government know about these extraterrestrial visitors? What's going on? And then we could just move on from there. All right, I'm going to close this up for today. I want to thank everyone for joining me. And I really appreciate all the comments. Uh, and it was great, and it's it's good to debate it. Uh, I, I I would look, I, I'm somewhat disappointed by today uh, because I was hoping that uh, Stephen Greer might show us something that ends the debate because th that's how it sounded, and that's not what happened. Uh, instead, we got a lot of uh, authoritative statements, but not much proof to back it up. We had some very interesting people talking about their experiences, which is always good, and. Uh, they're filing a RICO lawsuit. We'll see what happens there. That has to be good. You know, keep, keep them on their toes. It's, it's, that's, there are good aspects of this, right? But we need the indisputable evidence already. It's getting ridiculous. Anyway, I want to thank everyone for joining me today. It was a lot of fun. I, and I very much appreciate all the commentary today. Thank you very much.